You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hey, fam, it's Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. It won't take long, but it definitely hit strong. We're keeping it all the way short. Is your dream for sale? So, there's a really popular picture on social media. I guess it's a, a little meme. And it reads, a salary is a drug that employers give you to make you forget your dreams. A salary is a drug that employers give you to make you forget your dreams. I know people that are employers probably hate that meme and they would decline to share it, but it produces some pretty interesting thoughts and questions. Now, I don't know if this is supposed to be funny or if this is really something sinister. Not quite sure. I go back and forth on that one. But it reminds me of a lot of things I've noticed over the past 30 months. Now, I know you'll probably Google the answer when I ask the question, but here's a question for you I want to ask you to ponder as we walk through this podcast short today. How long can a man live without his dream? I'm just really curious. I want to ask you guys, just ponder this today. If you don't want to share your thoughts and comments on our social media platform, that's fine. If you'd like to, by all means, we're on Instagram at they call me Mr. You, on Twitter at call me Mr. You. And of course, at They Call Me Mr. You on Facebook. You can leave your thoughts there. We'd love to hear from you. But ponder that question. How long can a man live without his dream? How long can a man live without his dream? It's a philosophical question. Excuse me. But I would love to hear your thoughts. How long can that man theoretically live? I honestly believe the words of my old mentor who was going on to be with the Lord many years ago. But he famously said, the wealthiest place in the world is not the gold mines of South America or the oil fields of Iraq or Iran. They are not the diamond mines of South Africa or the banks of the world. The wealthiest place on the planet is just down the road. It is the cemetery. There lie buried companies that were never started, inventions that were never made, best-selling books that were never written and masterpieces that were never painted. In the cemetery is buried the greatest treasure of untapped potential. So we can see there from that quote that the graveyard holds much unfulfilled potential. And I'm sure you know somebody who that may apply to that's no longer with us. You longed to see that greatness come out of them, but now you mourn their life in their death. How long can a man live before he eventually finds himself in that same position as these others have? I know our culture and other forces have combined to contribute to the watering down of the idea of having a dream. In a lot of ways, it's been frowned upon. There's no anti-dream coalition that you can sign up to join or anything, but there's definitely a movement seen and sometimes unseen against having a dream. There's more of a clamoring for toe the line, do what the masses do, 
follow the common path. Avoid a path less traveled because there's too much risk in that. But I know several young people who are wide-eyed and full of hope only to start the slow walk to the pie and box. Why? Because sometimes they respected what was told to them, you know, regarding their dreams. They were told their dream was dumb. It wasn't realistic. And they should give it up and get real and get a regular job. And they respected that advice. They respected the person that gave it to them. And they started that slow walk to the box. Actual words, a regular job. I've heard that said. Haven't you? Actual words, a regular job, regular. A job like everyone else, regular. That pays like everyone else, regular. So you can get to the same place everybody else is trying to get to, regular. It's a track meet for a trophy that's destined to fade. Now, maybe there's some legitimacy to the idea of a regular job killing your dream. I personally can attest to some of that myself. Because all the plans and hopes I had got lost in my 60 hours a week. I almost forgot about them all. If I didn't have them written down, forget about it. (laughs) At overtime and, and, and board meetings... It's enough to kill anybody's dream. What dreams have you left on a drawer in a nightstand? What dreams are still trapped within the binder of your sketchbook? What dreams haven't made it out of your head and even on paper yet? What dreams are you willing to sacrifice so you can have stability? Or a check? I know some people are going to think I'm talking about them when I say this next part. But trust me, I am talking about you. I'm talking to you so that many can hopefully understand some of the same things that I'm starting to understand right now. I'm hoping that you don't think that you're unique in this way. This is very common. The view you probably have about this is very common. It's not unique. I actually know many people, by many I mean a lot, that not only don't have a dream, but they also don't have a reason to fight for anything greater than the regular I just got finished telling you about. In some ways, they even believe it's humble and compassionate to not want anything but a good life and to be nice to people. By good life, that means they have a regular check coming in and they're being nice to people. That's it. They're out here. Somebody on my contact list on my phone, I'm I'm being honest with you here. Yes, those hippies live among us. They ignore the scriptures about wealth building and faith without works being dead and God's economy regarding giving and generosity. Just ignore all of that stuff. They resist the whole idea of having an enterprise or a business that feeds the needs of other people besides just their four and no more. They would rather work for a secular company that doesn't align with their values, but they pay so well. If they play their cards right, they might even get a corner office with their name on the door. 
I'd rather you go after that dream to be a fireman you had when you were a little kid than the alternative that we see right now. I'd rather you shoot for the stars and try to be that ballerina you always wanted to be rather than the beautiful, vibrant person dying within the confines of a cubicle. I told a friend this, and I think they're probably still unpacking this right now, but if you currently don't have a dream and you don't know why you need to have a dream or find your fight, go serve somebody. That's my advice. Give yourself to helping a family in need. Invest some of your time helping in your community. Offer your services for free for causes that matter to you. And I can almost guarantee you that dream that got buried all this time, all these years, will find its way back to the surface. Your heart will come alive again. Your dream will be greater than you ever imagined. And you'll be focused on the service of others more than yourself. That's Bible. That's real life. That's a dream worth having and a dream worth living and dying for. We're keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.